so life's a bitch. Hi, I'm Tay, and you are listening to So Life's a Bitch, the No Filter podcast where I attempt to break the taboo against raw, sensitive topics through no filter storytelling and exciting guest interviews. And with any luck, I'll make you laugh along the way. Please always check the description. <laughs> I'm trying to do it without looking. Um, This is episode six. Not that I ever say the names of the episodes, but I'm trying to get the intro smashed without having to like prompt myself because I'm thinking, girl, you say this over and over so many times, but yeah, I haven't quite done it yet. So we're going to go again. Hi. I'm Tay, and you are listening to So Life's a Bitch, the no-filter podcast where I attempt to break the taboo against raw, sensitive topics through both no-filter storytelling and exciting guest interviews. And with any luck, I'll make you laugh along the way. Please always check the podcast description for relevant trigger warnings. Yeah! So Life's a Bitch. Hello, hello. How is everyone doing? I'm in a fabulous mood. Much, much better than last week, when obviously... I told you guys that I was feeling quite paranoid and just all up in my own fucking shit for no reason. This is just a fucking testament to how you got to take life fucking, well, hour by hour, you know, day by day, week by week. Because this time last week I was feeling, maybe not this time last week, but anyway, I was feeling like shit. I was super paranoid and not really sleeping, uh, had no motivation, no concentration, wasn't really getting much work done proper hormonal and ugh, just terrible and like I said it made me want to just isolate myself away from everyone <laughs> everyone that I know and love um, it, it makes me become very introverted which is not me at all and it passed it passed which is fabulous because I'm back to feeling motivated and fab and I want to go and see my girlfriends I want to sit down and have catch-ups and proper chit chats with my family I don't just want to hide in my room feeling really woe is me I'm getting my essays done I'm producing some really great writing and that's fab I had a bad week now I'm having a good week what's next week gonna be like who fucking knows that's life that's what happens but when times are really shit you do just have to remind yourself this is just right this second this isn't tomorrow this isn't next week this is just right this second and it will pass and you'll feel fucking fabulous again and that's the beauty of it really so life's a bitch it has definitely (laughs) come to my attention though that when i'm really happy really feeling myself i eat comfort eat not comfort eat i eat it's almost like a celebratory eat it's like yeah i'm feeling great how much food can i shove in my mouth But perversely, when I'm feeling really shit and really down and just not quite myself, I also eat (laughs) in that situation too. And I don't know, say I was feeling nervous about something, I would eat. Uh, (laughs) Or say I was having a night in, really chilled, I'll eat. Or say I'm having a night on the the drinks, then that, that will make me eat also. So food apparently is the answer to every single emotion in which I feel. So that's fun. That that's that's a always a great revelation to have. Ah, uh, look, at the end of the day, I will always find an excuse. <laughs> I will always find an excuse for why I'm chubby. Luckily for me, being a curvy woman certainly isn't the end of the world and I'm still feeling myself <laughs> and I still own it. Even though I would like to be 
healthier and I'd like to be slimmer. And that is absolutely something that I, I'm going to work on, she says. <laughs> it is, it is, because it has to be, you know, that it's one thing kind of going, yeah, curvy women, and feel great and love yourself. That will always remain. It's, it's the health element at the end of the day. And I want to live a long, long life annoying everyone around me. And I'm not going to be able to do that if I continue down the route of being so unbelievably unhealthy. Yeah, well, the, the way I see it, you know, if, if I completely changed my entire lifestyle and became the healthiest version of myself and still looked the way I look, it wouldn't be the end of the world because yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Sexiness is a mindset. We, we know we, we've, we, we've, we've been there. We've spoken about this. But really exciting things in the pipeline. I don't know about you, but remember that thing COVID? Ugh, yeah. So that has cancelled quite a few holidays. Listen, it's first world problems. I know it is. And I'm aware of that. There are some people who are not as blessed as I to have even the opportunity to go on holiday. And I do understand that. In the same breath, when you do have a holiday booked and it becomes that kind of thing that, you know, you work towards. Oh, today might be hard, but just get get to that holiday, you know. Work your ass off and then it's the treat, you know, it's the light at the end of the tunnel. And I mean, that could be anything, whether that's a holiday, whether that's something else. It's, it is, in my opinion, it's always great to work up towards an incentive. So that's kind of what my family and I have been doing, but for two or three years, because that's how many times we've had our trip cancelled. But I've got everything crossed that this summer is going to be the one that I get to go away with my amazing family and extended family. There's quite a few of us going and it, it's going to be absolutely gorgeous. It's going to be incredible. And that's got to be my motivation, really because again like I said feeling myself all is good but I don't really fit in clothes <laughs> um and listen when I say I'm feeling myself and this that and the other I have bad days I have my bad days and being somewhere where it's warm and everyone is constantly lounging around in next to nothing that isn't the ideal environment for me to be feeling myself <laughs> that's going to be an environment where I start to just feel a bit wobbly maybe and a bit like oh god can't fit into this can't fit into that I also don't want to buy summer clothes in a certain size if I'm telling myself well you need to be this size because you need to be, be healthier and you need to look after yourself I feel like buying an entire summer wardrobe in said size is almost like giving in it's almost like going well this is you now you unhealthy fuck. So yeah, I just need to work on myself a little bit. I need to stop just sitting at this desk. I need to just be a bit more creative. Like I love cooking. I absolutely adore cooking. And the best thing about cooking is that usually the most unhealthy meals are the ones that you put no effort into when you just, I don't know, shove in the oven. But when it comes to actually cooking, that's when you're getting your nutrients. That's when you're using these really great ingredients. And I love exploring with ingredients and stuff. So, you know, that's something that it's just, it's pure laziness as well. And you fall into that rut, don't you? Where you're like, oh, fuck it. Just, I'll order this. Or, oh, I'll just throw this in the oven. Anyway, I'm not even sure where this rant came from. There's absolutely nothing. <laughs> There's no plans. There was no plans for me to even bring this up. But I just let my mouth go. And 
this is what comes out. But you, you'll notice as well that I bring this up and it's because I'm trying to, t- I'm trying to tell myself. Obviously, my, the second episode I did was about me being taken off my pill. That was embarrassing for me because I knew it was coming. I've been warned for years and years and years and years and years that I've been on this pill. If you ever reach this certain weight, then we're going to take the pill off you because, you know, your health is at the utmost importance and we're not going to have you on something that is going to just cause these blood clots and cause all these implications when you don't need to be on it. You know, there are other options. And I knew that and I actively chose to ignore it. And that's not a very mature thing to do. So, yeah, it's embarrassing. And I feel like the reason that I keep kind of digging like I dig up I dig up my weight and I and I dig here and there I think number one it's a defense mechanism I feel like I want to bring up my weight before someone else does and uh that's not really a me problem that's because because it's happened to me before it's starting to happen it's it's starting to happen to me um over the past couple of years I've been called names and stuff which is like wow fuck you I thought that my days of name calling were over considering that I'm no longer in a fucking playground but we move the world's full of fucking wankers and yeah I, I feel like I try and beat people to it you know my family and I think maybe a couple of my friends as well not in the last year because in the last year my my confidence has really started to shine through but maybe before that maybe when I first came back from uni and I was a bit like whoa my family and a couple of friends were like you bring up your weight so much so fucking much that it just it feels like you just want to put yourself down and I didn't even realize I was doing it that much didn't even fucking realize but I can imagine how unbelievably frustrating that is for the people around me who were like, just shut the fuck up. We're just trying to watch this TV program. And you're like, I'm so bad. I don't know. I just think healthy body, healthy mind. And just need to make some changes. I just need to be better. I just need to ensure that I'm never in a situation where I start to freak out, where, you know, I don't want to be on holiday and suddenly have this freak out and suddenly be like, I don't want to be the biggest one in the room right now. Well, do something about it then. Fucking hell. Do something about it. You'll always be curvy. You'll always be fabulous. But do you know what? You could be a little bit healthier and you could not get out of breath walking up the stairs. <laughs> it's a me problem. It's a me problem. So moaning about it. Fucking hell. Imagine if moaning burnt calories. There'd be nothing fucking to me. Nothing. So life's a bitch. I just want to do a really, really quick shout out to my granddad who has made my first ever business cards. They are so, so, so beautiful. I messaged him. I was probably out in a pub. It was probably about 3 a.m. And I drunkenly messaged him saying, right now I need handfuls of cards because I am stood in a pub. I'm drunk. I have got so much Dutch courage and I just want to hand people. Like, I just, I just want people to know that I have a podcast. And yeah, so I sent him that drunken message and boom, he makes, he gets a block made with my logo on it for his print press and he hand makes hundreds of beautiful, beautiful printed, hand printed, double-sided business cards for me. I mean... That is love. <laughs> that is love. And they're gorgeous. Um, go and check out some of his printing work. It's um at raspberry underscore press on Instagram. And check out some of his really cute printing. And if you go on our Instagram at So Life's a Bee Pod, you can see I've posted a photo of these gorgeous, gorgeous cards. They're so nice. They are so so beautiful and I'm so blessed and I'm so lucky and I will never stop preaching. Too blessed to be fucking stressed. And if you see me out somewhere in the world 
and I approach you with a card, just take it. <laughs> just take the card. <laughs> it ain't hurting no one. So life's a bitch. So we turned one month yesterday. That month's gone really fast. I said to my mum, I was like, oh my God, it's one month. And she went, is that it? She went, I feel like it's been in my life so much longer. Oh, isn't that nice? It was nice. So one month and I'm just gonna, we're just, I'm just gonna let you guys know a couple of the achievements that we have made in one month, which is just, mm, mm, mm. So we ranked number one in the category comedy in Malta. We ranked 12 out of all podcasts in Malta. We ranked 129th in the comedy category in Switzerland. And we positioned 173rd in the category comedy in the UK. Um, what the fuck? I mean, my initial thoughts when I started this was maybe a couple of my friends will listen. Maybe some of my family will take a listen and you know, maybe my friends will tell friends of friends and friends of friends and friends, and maybe a couple of people will hear it. Maybe I could spread a little bit of awareness. Maybe this will just be a great outlet for my ranting and maybe some of my grief and my trauma and my opinions and my expressions. And who knows? Maybe someone who doesn't know me will listen and maybe they'll enjoy it. Who knows? But either way, it's a hobby and I'll enjoy it. And th- and that's that. And that's pretty much as far as my view and, you know, my predictions of, I mean, especially the first month. It's just, it's just absolutely incredible. And if you're listening to this right now, you're one of the reasons that I've made any achievements with this podcast. So thank you. And wow, 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 wow. <laughs> um, I, I'm pretty sure I've said this on every other podcast episode so I'll say it now I'm on cloud nine and I've got absolutely no intention of coming back down this has been the best thing I've ever done (laughs) and obviously when I started doing it alongside my masters I was a bit like what are you doing (laughs) you like sleep you really enjoy sleep so why why are you doing this but it's so worth it it's so so worth it and to get some of your messages Oh my gosh, it means the absolute world. And if you're thinking about messaging, please do, because you can send a message in and not go any further than that. It's completely up to you. I need your full permission for me to read anything out. If I do, you'll be kept anonymous. If you want to come on and talk and just use your voice, I can still keep you anonymous. The one thing I won't be doing is putting weird voiceover effects on anyone um, because that's not gonna be very nice to listen to. But other than that, I'm open and I always reply, maybe not straight away because, um, (laughs) what, because I I don't know, what would I be doing? Sleeping, drinking, oh, doing work. Yeah, sorry, that's what I meant, doing work. But yeah, I love hearing from you. It makes my day. It really, really does make my day getting messages and picks me up on those days where I'm feeling tired, maybe potentially a little bit burnt out and someone just says, hi, I've listened and I, and I, and I like it. That, that's it. Boom. My energy's back. My motivation's back. And it makes it, it makes every single second worth it. So, wow. Boom. Thank you so much. You're all fucking legends. So life's a bitch. So it was Valentine's Day on Monday. Yay! Ooh. 
<laughs> Listen, it, it, it's fine. It's fine. It, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, honestly, it's fine. <laughs> I've got enough self love <laughs> to not cry myself to sleep. I think for me, one of the best things about this Valentine's Day is seeing so many of my um, friends so happy which is lovely it's really nice <laughs> well not at all jealous no for, for real though almost every single one of my girlfriends is in a serious mature relationship with someone that they adore and adores them back and these women deserve that more than any other women and it just uh it really does warm my heart it warms my heart to know that my girlfriends are being looked after and well and vice versa they're looking after their partners as well it's a two-way street not that any of my girls need looking after but it's always nice to have someone there when you're feeling down and a lot of these women have had shitty relationships in the past i mean haven't we all you gotta kiss a lot of frogs to find your prince but when it comes to my girlfriends and i we didn't just kiss frogs <laughs> we uh yeah yeah I've, I've watched a lot a lot of my girlfriends be completely screwed over by complete fucking assholes and let them kind of walk all over them and have tried to save them we've all done it we've all been there you know I can save him I can change him and boom before you know it you've wasted time and you've you've made some bad choices and you kind of sit there and you look back and you go why did I do that why 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 well I'll tell you why because everything you do is a lesson leading up to when you find that right person and then when you do find that right person you know the do's and don'ts you know the red flags you know the warning signs to look out for and it's just so nice to see some of my girlfriends yeah mo again most of them in really happy mature relationships it's a little bit scary <laughs> you know so i've got i've got girlfriends who live with their partners I've got girlfriends who are stepmothers. I mean, I'm just waiting for someone to have a ring on their finger. I mean, listen, I mean, I'm bridesmaid ready. Don't know whether they're wife ready, but I'm ready to make a fuss. As much as a green-eyed monster as I am in these kind of situations, I think I can live vicariously through the happiness of the people that I love. And especially when they really fucking deserve it because they do my girlfriends do i'm sorry i'm biased but they do and i love it whereas for me i'm very i'm very single i'm very 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 single actually like really single but that's all right that's okay i've i'm a bit of a hopeless romantic if i'm completely honest i'm just gonna completely expose myself i'm a hopeless 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 romantic and the key word there really is hopeless and i'm way too loyal i think you know i've, I've I'm the kind of girl who will, I will start dating someone and then I'll instantly feel some kind of loyalty to them, which, <laughs> which in this age or whatever age, the other person is that I'm dating, they could be a bit like, fucking hell, chill out. And I'm like, I'm chill. I really am. I'm just loyal. <laughs> you don't need to be loyal to me, honey. <laughs> We've been on three dates. You don't need to be loyal to me. <laughs> I don't know. And I think that's just my mind instantly going into like, I don't know whether it's relationship mode or whether it's just a protective thing. I, I don't know. I really, really don't know. But I actually did something 
a few weeks ago that's very out of character for me and it and I feel and I feel fabulous about it I do so I went on a date with someone who I had been chatting to and it, it was so much fun we had such a good time we got on really well and it was just so much laughter and it was so I had the best time honestly it was so so fun I'm gonna be honest I had no intention of it <laughs> escalating the way that it did I really do try and be I don't know why I, why I do this I don't know why women do this but don't don't shag on the first date <laughs> you know it's it's supposed to give off some kind of I don't know impression that you're something I don't know does it does it fucking matter anyway so I always go into stuff with that kind of mindset of let's see three date rule maybe oh fuck it I don't know I think it's ridiculous it's these kind of social standards that have been probably been implemented by men anyway <laughs> um that we all try and live up to and at the end of the day you're young and single and who gives a shit but anyway I was very very clear with myself of you know dinner drinks and then I'm gonna go back to the hotel that I was staying in because I was actually staying away for school and um and yeah I we ended up out the the whole entire night so there was no trains back or anything but the vibe was great so I was like screw it and it was and we had such a great time and then afterwards we chatted and we got on well but it was quite kind of clear that maybe there was a physical connection and a physical spark but maybe romantically maybe it was more of a friendship I'm not sure there was no bad blood we got on so so well and that's okay and I feel like maybe a few months ago maybe six months ago that something like that would have really freaked me out like oh my god I've just done this thing and it's not even gone anywhere oh my fucking god so I had a great time. I'm 24 and single and I had a great time with an awesome person, but I didn't force something just because I feel like, oh my God, well now I've had sex with him, I owe him something or he owes me something. Oh, we need to we need to now try and create something. No, if it's not the right vibe, then why can't it just be that great night, you know? And this is something that I've been really toying with. I don't know. I feel I, I feel really fabulous about it because I do believe that usually the hopeless romantic in me would would be like, well, because because there was some intimacy there, I should go out of my way to try and create some kind of relationship that we can explore. But why? If I'm fully aware that it's physical and maybe not anything else and I'm perhaps looking to date a bit more and and have a different kind of vibe what why why is there an issue there shouldn't be an issue and I, I felt very headstrong being able to just be like yeah I had a great night okay cool awesome you know they've got no negatives about it nothing negative to say about the person either it's a fabulous person it was it was great but I feel like I've wasted so much time trying to force things because I don't know maybe social norms have told me to maybe because I feel like someone will judge me for my decisions about my own life I don't know it is actually quite mad when you think of it that way though but yeah it is it <laughs> it's a real real interesting one and it kind of had me sitting there on Valentine's Day going I'm good <laughs> I'm good honestly I'm happy I'm single <laughs> and I'd rather be happy and single than be unhappy in any other, really, anything, anything. Because life's too fucking short. And I have, in the past, like I said, put effort and time into something that 
I was fully aware wasn't right. But I forced it and I forced myself. Why? Why? It's ridiculous. It makes absolutely no sense to me whatsoever. It's like the other day, I was getting my nails done. I was chatting with my nail lady. And, oh yeah, this is going to really surprise you. Um, I'm very open with everyone. <laughs> so me and my nail lady, were put, we were putting the world to rights. And then we just started talking about body count and stuff. And she said to me, it scares me, you know, because people can be judgmental. And, but I just think women should own it. And I was like, yes, of course, absolutely. It drives me crazy, the fact that when you think about your own body count... The first thing that may come to your mind is what other people think. Well, those people probably have a body count three times the size of yours. <laughs> but it doesn't matter. It just, it just doesn't matter. It wouldn't matter if you were a man. If you were a man, you'd be getting a high five. You wouldn't be getting called, I don't know, a slut. I don't know. I don't know what the kids are calling people these days. <laughs> the term slut. I don't think that having sex makes you a slut. I think that your actions and the decisions that you like I don't know oh I don't know I'm trying to think of an example of what what would constitute a slut I don't know say you were married and you were having an affair and then you were also having an affair on the boyfriend so maybe say you were married and you were cheating on the husband but then you were also cheating on the person that you were cheating on the husband with that would probably be a bit slutty right that would probably be a bit slutty if your body count is 400 but you're a loyal great person you're not slutty. You're just in control of your own life and your own decisions, you know? Big differences. Big differences. So life's a bitch. I mean, personally, I can count on one hand the amount of times that I've had sex. But the funny thing is, actually, my hand um, actually has 4,000 fingers. <laughs> that was a quote from April Clark, the feminist. Please follow her on Twitter. She's very funny. And that made me giggle a lot. So life's a bitch. In the same breath, though, I also think about what if you end up um, having sex on the first date with someone, but it isn't just physical. You really do like that person. Because I often wonder, does sex on the first date mean that it's probably just a sexual relationship? Or can you have real raw emotion with someone who you've had sex with on the first date and it just means that you both really fancied each other and you're really passionate. I don't know. I feel like people always say to me like, don't put out on the first date. Don't put out too soon. They'll think you're this. They'll think you're that. Oh, don't put out because you'll know that you're not wife material. Don't put out because you'll never get a ring on your finger if you put out too early. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know. All these kind of stigmatized things that are said to women. I can't, I really can't imagine that anyone has said to a man don't fuck her on the first date because she won't like you anymore. I just don't see, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Doesn't often happen. <laughs> but seriously, like surely you can have a great connection with someone, not want the night to end. One thing leads to another. You end up being intimate on the first date, say, or the second date, and it can still go on to grow into something really meaningful with, with feelings. Surely, surely. I don't, I don't know. Maybe Okay, maybe I need to, maybe I need some reinforcements here. Maybe, like, you know what? Let's do a ring around. Let, let's do a ring around. I just, I need to, yeah, because I'm thinking out loud right now. So life's a bitch. Shalom. Hello, darling. Hello, you just caught me on the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic poop talks. 
Amazing. This is just a real quick one. Mm-hmm. Have you ever had sex on the first date and then ended up having like a romantic relationship with the person afterwards? Yes. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I don't know. That, do you remember that guy shagged <laughs> on that night out? Um, and then we like started seeing each other afterwards. I mean, it didn't lead anywhere, but we still saw each other. And you had romantic. And you had like romantic connection with him. Yeah, and then like maybe would you class as well? Like, should we shag before the first date? <laughs> okay, that that is all. Thanks. Love you. Bye. You're welcome. Love you. Bye. Hi, just a real quick one. Yeah? Have you ever had sex on the first date, but then ended up having a romantic relationship with that person afterwards? Um, no. Never? No, gotta be honest. Never? Never. Okay, thank you. Love you, bye. Bye. Hello, my love. Are you alright? Hello, darling. Yes, just a real quick one. Okay. Okay. Have you ever had sex on the first date, but then ended up having a romantic connection with that person afterwards? Not on the first date, but fairly soon. Yeah. Probably like second or third time I've met them, but yeah. Second or third date, but first date's always been off the cards. I, to be honest with you, I don't really go on a lot of dates. I've had one night stands. Yeah, see, this is the then... this is the thing, because... Okay, then, have you had a one-night stand that's turned into something? Or still no? Still maybe, like, yeah, a second... Yeah, I suppose I have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to go yes. You're going to go with yes. Amazing, thank you, love you. Bye, love you too. Love you, bye, 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 bye. Hello, how are you? Hello, darling, how are you? I'm okay. I just got... Just a real quick one. Yeah. Have you ever had sex on the first date and then it's turned into something romantic afterwards yes yes that's just that is yeah. a solid yes yeah was it a date or was it was it was it a one-night stand that you ended up getting like catching the feels for or was it a date a first date and it just ended up being sex um uh, i don't really know because it was i'm thinking yeah as obviously but then was it a date because for some like me and remember me and went and met him oh yeah but we'd been texting for a bit and then he just ran me texting and was like i'm out in town come out and see me blah 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 but they turned on something serious after that so te- technically yes because then you guys went on to date proper date didn't you yeah okay that is all thank you love you bye right. love you bye bye hello hello darling just a real quick one have you ever had sex on the first date and then it's ended up being something romantic afterwards? No. Never? Never. Have you ever had sex on the first date and it's not been romantic afterwards? Um, wouldn't necessarily call them dates. Right, yeah. We're, 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 yeah. <laughs> I think the, the difference between a date and a one-night stand is what's catching us out here. It is. Because those two things are different. Yeah. Okay, no, not with a date. Not with a date. Okay. Hello? I accidentally muted myself. (laughs) (laughs) Mate, you were were fucking built for radio, you were. Oh, me, yeah, too, right. Is this being recorded, yeah? Yes. Ah, shit, man. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking... (laughs) Thank you, love you, bye. Love you, bye. Hello? Hi, just a real quick one. Go on. 
one. <laughs> have you have you ever had sex on the first date and then it's ended up being something romantic afterwards? Um, what do you class as a date? Because like, you... so what I'm thinking is forget one night stand, forget like right. someone that you meet on a night out shag actually no tell me both so whether or not you've met someone on a one night stand and then it's progressed or whether you've planned the date had sex on the first date and then it's become something first date sex no mm. one night things or one day things yes but they never that never turned in uh no that's a lie <laughs> yeah no i had a really long relationship from a from a hookup Oh, okay. And that and that was a proper relationship with, like, all the feels and shit? Yeah, it was shit, though. It was shit, though. <laughs> it was five years of shit, but... But at the time, you had the feels, and it it didn't put you off that it began with sex? No, it didn't put me off. Fabulous. But I wouldn't recommend it. You wouldn't recommend it? No, even though I'm taken now, I would say always follow the three-date rule. Always. Interesting. Okay. That's what I did with the one I'm with now. The one, <laughs> the man I'm with now. The one I'm with now. Okay. Why? Interesting. <laughs> Why? Just, just thinking out loud, boo. Are you doing a survey? I am doing a survey for the government. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that is all. Thank you. Okay. Goodbye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Hello. Hi. You're right. Yeah, you. Oh my god, what was that beeping? <laughs> Me walking out the office. <laughs> oh my god. Uh... Right? Yeah, just a real quick one. Yeah. Have you ever had sex on the first date and it's ended up being like an emotional relationship afterwards? <laughs> um, yeah, I guess you could say I could. Yeah, I have. You, yeah, you could. <laughs> I... No, yes, yeah. I have. I you have, have. okay. Awesome. <laughs> All I wanted to know. Thank you. Oh, okay. Cool. No worries. <laughs> Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. So life's a bitch. I'm actually so glad that we had a mixture of answers from the girls there because, you know, we, we've all grown up in the same society. We're all the same age and our experiences are different and our views are different. And I think that's important because everyone... has different outlooks based on their experiences you know like obviously one of the girls said that she believes in the three-date rule because one of her past relationships that began with a sexual experience didn't go well the relationship that she's in now is her forever relationship and that is something that was built off of a three-day rule whether she implemented that on purpose or not and and I think I think she said that she did so obviously that's something that she's going to agree with because it's gotten her the relationship that she wants whereas um, one of my other girlfriends mentioned that she had began a relationship with with sex and it went well and it's the relationship that she's currently in at the minute I'm not sure how much of that was actually caught on the phone call but and then, and then obviously we've got the girls who haven't ever had sex on a first date, whether that's because they have forced themselves not to, or whether that's because they just don't really date that often. I think that was one of the things that caught everyone out the most is when you say date, do you mean date or do you mean a one night stand? Because there's not many people I know that have never had a one night stand. Some of my girlfriends went to uni um, and I think we were all single 
yeah, I think all of my girlfriends were single when we were at uni. So that was fun. <laughs> Listen, first year uni, you're 18. You've moved from your small ass little town where everyone knows everyone and suddenly boom you're dropped in a city where everyone is all fucking hormones and all everyone's all fucking sexy and you just go crazy (laughs) it was fun but then there's people who didn't go to uni but you still go out you still explore different cities you still go on girls holidays you still live a young single free life and that's basically code for sleep with whoever the fuck you want because one day you're gonna find the man of your dreams and you're gonna settle down and you're gonna be with him forever and it's gonna be fabulous but you've got out your system you've had fun you've explored and you've lived but then it perversely in the same breath i'm sure there's people who have only ever slept with one person and that's their forever person and they don't give a fuck about their previous experiences Uh, this is an interesting one actually would you feel judged for having a low body count as opposed to having a high one it's so interesting i mean the the bottom line is no one should be judging anyone for fucking shit unless you're a dick judge you if you're a fucking dick but sleep with one person sleep with 100 people doesn't fucking matter but i think i was just curious to see is it possible to begin a relationship with sex i don't know I think as well, it's just nice to get other viewpoints here, other people's experiences, because everyone is growing up in this same ass fucking society where we're trying to break through these fucking, I don't know, structures, the rules that have, again, probably been written by men. But everyone has different experiences. Everyone does things differently. And therefore, everyone's got different mindsets. So bring them all together. Let's fucking mash all their mindsets together and see what we come up with. It's fucking fascinating. I've not taken anything from this, I think, moving forward. I'm just going to ignore any kind of rule or structure and just do whatever feels right for me. Whether that's... I feel like you'll get that feeling like... I feel like if, you, if you're with someone, say you're dating someone, and you feel like you should wait, then wait. If you're with someone and you don't feel like you should wait and you feel like the right thing to do is to just let loose and be intimate, why not do that? I just think like your mind and your body will speak to you and tell you what the right thing is to do. And as long as everyone's happy and safe and consensual, then you're not doing anything wrong. And it doesn't concern anyone who isn't in that room, unless there's someone in that room that shouldn't be. But, you know, we're going to do little checks and we're going to lock our doors and we're going to make sure that it's just just all the consenting adults are in that room. No one else. (laughs) What the fuck am I talking about? Chatting so much fucking shit. So life's a bitch. I also feel like it would be really interesting to get a male perspective on this, but I don't know who to ring. <laughs> I tried to, to ring one of my one of my guy friends, but I couldn't get through. I'm not gonna ring my dad. I'm not gonna ring my baby brother because my baby brother is in a long committed relationship that he's been in for like five years, and my dad will either. My dad will be in a meeting. (laughs) So if I was to ring him, it's my dad is down south in an important meeting. So that would go down like a sack of shit, I think. Because if he saw me ringing, he'd be like, oh my fucking God, the house is on fire. What is happening? And then I answer and I'm like, so have you ever had sex on the first date? He'd be like, get to fuck. So I won't be doing that. I wonder if a male perspective would be 
for or against? I don't know. If you if you're a guy, I'm not gonna lie. I've actually quite struggled with getting a male audience. I know that I've got some friends who listen, and it really does mean mean the world. Like I know of a few people, a few men who listen and give me great feedback, and it is amazing because sometimes I just sometimes I feel like it's just women out there, and it's like, come on, come on, guys. <laughs> um, I'm talking to you too. I actually had someone say to me oh your podcast is great but I've not really listened to to much of it and I was like oh that's fair enough and absolutely never gonna force anyone to listen to it in the slightest you know it's either for you or it's not I'm not that precious I'm not gonna take take too much offense but he was like yeah I think it's good and I think you sound good and you know it's great but it's for women right and I'm like mm, um it's not you know I said well that you know the, the cover art is pink I did go back and forth about whether or not to make it pink but it's just right that's one of one of my biggest things is because the cover art is pink and obviously with the gender gender stereotypes that we have in society at the moment people think of pink as being girly like if my i don't know if if it was like a navy blue with dark colors then people would maybe think it was a podcast for men and yeah i don't know sometimes i conform to gender stereotypes by accident i really try and avoid it you know but we're not doing anything to abolish it if you see a baby shower like if you look at baby showers for example pink or blue cut the cake and it's blue it's a boy and no one's doing it on purpose no one's doing it because they're like oh i really want to reinforce gender stereotypes no it's just it's just tradition traditionally blue is whatever the reason that the podcast cover is pink is not because it's a girly podcast it's because it's the perfect one obviously shout out to Latuse who made my cover art and my logo it's just that was the perfect one it's just perfect and when it fits it fits I'm not a massive I'm actually wearing pink right now I'm actually wearing a pink jacket right now but my favorite color is yellow I like yellow I've got like an yellowy orange neon so life's a bitch sign in my room um, which I bought a couple of years ago because obviously I started my blog so life's a bitch so lovesabitch.com if you want to see the blog which is what this podcast is kind of loosely based on anyway so that's one one reason why i can understand how it could be girly secondly i am a woman so <laughs> obviously everything's going to sound a bit girlier when it's all coming from a female perspective despite the fact that i'm effing and jeffing and i don't know again perhaps i'm not your stereotypical girly girl but when all this information is coming directly from a female source talking about my experiences as a human female then again it's gonna feel really really feminine three some of the topics so obviously when i'm talking about my experiences because it is really hard to talk about things that you haven't experienced i find it fascinating i find it interesting but i'm probably going to leave that to when i have some guests on when i have people to chat with me because i'm not about to explore things that i don't know enough about without having someone there to share their experiences because i think it's always important to put a voice to a story and so on so on now obviously some of my experiences are things that can happen to anyone of any gender but there are other experiences i've had that will only be happening to women such as miscarriage and someone said to me you know oh yeah i think your podcast is really awesome but i don't need to hear about miscarriage well actually if one in three women are having a miscarriage in their lifetime then that's either your mum your sister your auntie or your future partner who's going to go through this so don't you think that perhaps it is important for you to understand and learn and almost know what to expect or 
know the signs or maybe know some of the things that you could do to help comfort your future partner or your your sister or your friend i don't know again i'm never going to try and force anything on anyone i'm never going to be like you should listen to my podcast educate yourself no absolutely fucking not if you don't want to listen do not listen that's why i put trigger warnings on everything because i don't ever want anyone to find themselves listening going this isn't for me this isn't i don't want to hear about this this is why i do very intricate detailed captions and then i introduce the podcast with like read the trigger warnings because i only want people here that want to be here you know if one person listened to the episode and that was the one only person that wanted to be here fine i'm okay with that i'm absolutely fine hi mom i know it's you i know you're the one person <laughs> uh but but no um i feel like if I don't know. I would. I would love. To, I would love to get a bit more of a male audience. God, went off on a fucking tangent there, didn't I? I'd love to get a bit more of a male audience, but I do completely understand all of the factors as to why it's going to be more of a female-dominated audience. But I guess that just means men who are listening. You, you've got a bigger duty. You've got a bigger job to do because there's you're, you're the minority here. Obviously, I've only had one guest so far. And that was a male guest, and I'm super happy about that. And I'm also keen to get more male guests on. I've got I've got some really exciting guests lined up. I was hoping to do more guest episodes than I have so far, but it takes a lot more planning, and it takes double, triple the amount of time to edit as well. And everyone's got to be free. You know, it's not the easiest thing to do. But luckily for me, people are enjoying the solo episodes, and I wasn't too sure if they would. I really thought it would be a guest-based podcast, but it turns out I really can talk for Britain as my as my friends tell me got some really exciting guests lined up really 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 excited to chat about some things let's yeah let's break the stigma against topics that many people may find taboo no they're not taboo they just make you feel uncomfortable (laughs) so yeah to summarize (laughs) i am really single if you want to have sex on the first day do if you don't want to have sex on the first day don't (laughs) you are the only person whose opinion should matter when it comes to choices that are only going to affect your life or you and your partner or you and the person you're dating or you and the stranger that you want to fuck doesn't matter do what makes you happy do what's best for you and try and worry less about other people's opinions because it's usually jealousy or someone else's insecurity and you know maybe they're just not as far along their path than you are perhaps i don't know sometimes i think about times where maybe i've been a fucking asshole to other people because i mean none of us are angels and maybe that was because i wasn't very developed in my own self-healing so i took out on other people and we all do it so when other people do it you just gotta shrug and just go okay this is not the right way to channel that negative energy but they'll get there but it's not your problem it's their problem (laughs) so yeah i'm gonna wrap this up i think nanny if you listen to that i was a bit of a sexy one (laughs) my apologies but yeah please do not forget to rate and share and if you could leave a review if you if you do listen on apple podcasts it takes two seconds to leave a review and you have no idea the effect it has you know your reviews and your ratings they sit there forever and they are what kind of determines where the podcast is how people see the podcast you know they're there forever something that will take you 30 seconds to do and it makes every second that i put into this just so so worth it don't forget to email in or dm us the email is 
so life's a b pod at gmail.com or send a dm to the instagram at so life's a b pod the facebook is the same and i've got that my facebook messages are open now at so life's a b pod whether you have a question whether you want to write in a story whether you want to come on and talk with me or whether you just want to say hey you know i absolutely love hearing from all of you guys and as always thank you so much for your ongoing support thank you for listening i'm overwhelmed it means the world to me and yeah this is my baby and sharing it with you guys has been it's been the most incredible month i'm so happy so thank you so much i hope you'll have a fucking incredible weekend and i'll chat to you soon bye so life's a bit